welcome to our show, Quernundrum. I am your fabulous, sexy host, Hollywood Greystone. And this is your other fabulous host, Gary M. Thorne Jr. So, hey, Holly, <laughs> before we get into the gay of the day, uh-huh. what's been going on with you? Well, on the topic of gay the day, I'm saying me. I'm the topic. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it's are you just, the top ick or no? It's okay. It, 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 yeah, okay, we'll go with yeah, that. Okay. No, okay. I'm just kidding. Let's not. Let's not do that. <laughs> you know what, listeners? Sorry, we're just gonna edit that out. Sorry, you even heard that. Moving. Nah, on. no, we're not. We're not gonna edit out. <laughs> we don't edit fucking shit out of this podcast. Well, if you recall, last week we talked uh, about possibly moving because our mother-in-law is gonna stay with us, and you're like, yeah, you, you kind of. I think you even predicted that it was going to happen, was not going to happen. And you're right. We're not going to move. We're going to focus on Des's passion and what she's doing right now. And just, but and I thought of, her passion was you. Oh, oh, obviously. But I well, need okay, her to do right. other things while I exist as in, an, a, in another way. So, oh, okay, yeah. okay. No, it's, okay. it's a healthy balance. It's a healthy balance. Okay. So, all right. Okay. We decided since we had, accepted that her mom was going to stay with us for a year and a half anyway that we were just going to wait until that in that year and a half um to buy a house so we were just going to wait which makes sense there's there is a house in town that we really love it's a bit opulent but it's it also meets like literally all of our needs with the exception of storage which you can easily build that in it's not a big deal we certainly have the skill sets to add those things, but it's yeah. a little high on price for the amount of deferred maintenance that needs to be done. It hasn't been painted since 93. Um, there's just some wear, just natural wear and tear, nothing crazy, but it's well over $10,000. It's probably close to about $20,000 and things that would have to be done just in deferred maintenance, not even in preferred maintenance, just the deferred part. And, it's already at the high end of our willingness to, to do it. So if it had had those things, it'd be like, sure, okay, we could do that. But we're like, no. So we looked at a few other places, liked a few places, and it just really isn't worth it. We have a beautiful gem of a house. We love it. We have a contractor that's going to do some work this weekend and, and basically double our patio space outside so that we can oh, have cool. our, or sorry, outside, obviously, because it's a patio, but backyard in the backyard. Um, so we can have an outdoor fire pit and bigger seating area so we could do some more outdoor social things. And they're going to add a driveway, another driveway to our the front end of our house so that all three cars can be off the, the street. Oh, cool. It's a okay. busy street. It's not you know, crazy, but it can be. And for example, my second day of owning my truck, it was sideswiped on the side of the road. So um, we want to get all the vehicles up and on and onto other property. So that's going to happen this weekend. Pretty excited about it. Even more excited. The fact that they could get to it so quickly. Yeah. Um, so that happened. Um, we have officially purchased the, a building in downtown, uh, Pullman. Um, Des is going to open a business down there. She will review, 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 <laughs> reveal, um, what that is when she's ready, she's working on a business plan. She's connected with some resources in the community to develop that. 
uh, obviously has the support of her wife and even more support if that's possible from community members. I'm excited to see what she's doing with that well, space. She's so loved in the area. She really is. She really is. Um, she just, when you think of Pullman, she's one of the, the handful of people you just envision uh, being here and, uh, she she's makes really, Pullman fabulous. She does. she does. She does. Not just for the queer community, but it, for all of Pullman, really. Oh, yeah. No, that wasn't. Yeah. yeah. Uh, huge supporter of art, supporter of, of the kiddos reaching their potential and supporting them in their, in their individuality and just truly loved. And I'm excited that she's found a niche here that she'll be able to um, thrive and, and have fun and, and still feel like she's contrib- contributing to the community. Uh, so we're excited about that. I'm glad that we're not trying to do that and buy a house and move at the same time. So I am grateful for that. Uh, the job is going really well. I, I'm supported by a wonderful board president. Um, we have wonderful support from just all levels of our community, from the city to the university and all that. So uh, it's always a little weird, leery, like, oh, would this be a good thing or a bad thing? You got all these strong personalities in, in terms of the entities that are there. It's like, well, they truly collaborate and it, and, it, and it does seem like they are. It really does seem like they're collaborating together and truly for the benefit of the community. And I'm excited that I get to be a part of that. Um, I had great conversations with community members all week. Um, I'm a, honestly just a little bit exhausted from peopling. I love people, but I'm surprised at how exhausted I am. I've also started working out more. I go to the gym. I've gone to the gym now a couple of times this mm-hmm. week. My goal is just to go. Like, just go. Like, I'm not organized. I ha- I've come back into the house like six times before I actually just leave. Like, oh, I forgot my shoes. Oh, I forgot my water bottle. Oh, I forgot my headphones. And I'm like, I'm still going to go. If it's five minutes, that's all I get. I still went. And I- I'm getting better. Um, I've gotten two 20-minute workouts in, and I am sore. Oh, awesome. It feels amazing. Um, it's just re- like, you, like you've t- we've talked about this before. It's building that <laughs> habit again of just going. And I feel hopeful and I'm enjoying that a lot. So, I mean, I could keep going on. My dogs are amazing. My wife well, is yeah, amazing. Talk about your dogs. I mean, come on. And your cats. <laughs> your cats must be jealous. You never talk about uh, my My cat is a part dog. My One of my dogs is part cats. Max is showing his age. I don't think he's going to be able to go down the stairs anymore, Gary. Oh, poor baby. He went down the oh. stairs last night for us to go watch the uh, one of the new episodes of the New World Star Trek. And it was, it was heart, it was heartbreaking and emotional to watch him go down those stairs and know that I cannot physically lift him. Even, even if I was physically fit, it's just a weird set of stairs to carry a dog that of his size and shape. Um, He, unless I install a special elevator, he's not going to be able to go down those stairs for much longer. It was, he was limping painfully. And he was what doing it because can... I asked him to. Oh, so he didn't, he wouldn't have gone down. He would not, you know, oh, okay. after okay. he eats, he wants to go to bed and be in his okay. bed. He has his little kennel. He loves his kennel. Yeah. Um, and he just, he's been isolating at night after he eats because we yeah. go downstairs because that's where our media room is. Uh-huh. And he just does not want to do it. And I, I just don't, I just don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, how old is he now? Um, this next month on the 27th, he will be 12. He was okay. 12 years old. I keep thinking he's older, but he's not. COVID. 
I feel like he's two years yeah. older than he actually is. We and all, then the, we, we all. And, right. And then the puppies, they're just over a year old and they're doing yeah. really well. Iniki, the stubborn little brat that he is, um, he's been a bit challenging because I can't take him to work every day like I used to. But overall, honestly, at night we have the bedroom doors open. They don't leave. They stay in the bedroom. Crate training really has taught them at night. There's a boundary. Uh, okay. You violate you violate that boundary, is you're going to end up separated from the pack, and they stay right there the entire night. It's amazing. Okay. okay. So we're grateful that that we went through those hard months of sleepless nights to have yeah. to have the, mo- the this opportunity for them to to be able to share that space with us and be trusted. Good. Yeah. Yeah, so tell me what's going on with your fabulous life. Uh, well, you made me I start off with with one of our cats, uh, brother, who it's uh, so he has a sensitive stomach. Mm. He's a and so we keep finding puke everywhere. And so finally we had allowed him to go outside, but we had to stop that because we realized a little scrounge was going to all the neighbors and grabbing food from them oh really yeah so or going in and i'm not saying they were giving him food he would like you know get some cat food or stuff like that or go into the into the into the dumpster and grab food because there's a dumpster pretty close so oh really yeah he's quite quite the the rogue kitty yeah so he um we've had to keep him inside and he is very much vocally said how pissed off he is <laughs> he's gotten out a couple times um i'm i'm the club when we're both sitting on the closest one to the side or door and he keeps trying to come and i now have a spray bottle next to me to dissuade him from coming near the door so it's been um so he's been just a joy to live with and he's like going and you know obviously we hate him because also we won't let him out but you know so that's, obviously that's that's the natural conclusion Oh, yeah. And it's gotten so he's trying to explain to him, you know, that, well, I'm sorry, but your fur is looking better already. And, and your pit actually is on some weight because you're not puking everything up. That, you, know, so <laughs> just, you know, I don't know. You're not puking you. up the garbage. Yeah. So it's you're you're, you're going to stay inside. So it, it sucks. But because I'm one of those people that, <coughs> excuse me, if if my cat wants to go outside, I usually let them go outside. You know, I, I try not to dissuade them. So, but I've had to dissuade brother. And I think he really gets pissed off because he sees Mumford go outside all the time. Mumford's like, yeah, see you later, bitch. And he leaves. You know? so, it's like, <laughs> so it's, you know, so it's not. Like, it I'm not out. Been, yeah. And then you can see brother looking at me like, going, what the fuck? You know, but, you know, and he, I mean, he really does give me that look like, wait a minute. You know, so, <laughs> um, so that's been that's been a fun, challenging week of dealing with that. And of course, as you know, being a pet owner, you argue with them like they understand what the fuck you're saying. You know, it's like you know, you try to explain to them what the hell's going on and why they're doing. You know, and would you stop yelling at me because this is why I do this? It's all for your own good. You know, like isn't that funny? They just yeah. get, they're just like you're trying to kill me. And it's like your yeah, life is actually better than the tr- literal trash that you're yeah. willing to consume. Yeah. So it's been, so that's been interesting. Um, so have you watched the most, I have not seen the most recent episode of Straight New Worlds, episode three. I think that just came out last I, night, maybe. Yeah, or? it came out last night. I'm hoping to be able to catch it tonight. If it's Okay, so you haven't seen it. Okay, yeah. Sorry, no, but go. I watched no, the first two. Yeah. And I have to say, yummy, 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 yummy. It's, it's, that it's, show is amazing. It's, it's amazing. 
and i understand why some of the uh, some of our trek fans out there they're they're saying yes this is the kind of star trek we've been talking about you know f discovery and f all this because it's not the traditional completed yeah you know beginning and every episode has like a unique story yeah it's a type of it's just a different version like i love the episodic stories of like picard for example and discovery but it also have you seen the end of picard ah Oh, so so when I watched the end of Picard, I don't think my wife and her mother really understood because I read, I read the subtleties that the, that the writers put in there. And I was like, I knew it. I knew the Q had something going on and that this was, because it is typical Q. If Q had a heart, this is typical Q. And okay, Q, and so spoilers here, guys. Yes, there are when, spoilers. There are spoilers. If you have not watched comes, Picard, skip another, just give yourself 10 minutes and skip yeah. ahead. Because Oh, my God. Oh, when, my God. When Picard hugged Q. When he I said, when bawling. Picard said, and that was the whole point, to not be alone. Yeah. And he hugged yeah. him. I was like, oh, I cried. I wanted to pause and cry in that moment yeah. because it, oh, yeah. and I still cried and still enjoyed the rest of that, that the, the conclusion of that. But it was, it made, it made when I think it was like two episodes before the finale. So the last three episodes before I had from Guinan's experience, when she had a conversation and, fi- and figured out some stuff, what was that was going on? I was like, I get, yeah. I bet you that this is what's happening. And I predicted my story. And then you see it kind of play out with soon and, and his daughter. And then with the Renee and all, you see all these different things play out. And it's like, he is giving Picard a chance to redeem in terms of a trauma yeah. he experienced. And we get to see a strong male character, Picard, who is yeah. always like that atypical man, strong personality, leader, macho-ish type guy who's well-versed in, in the arts and well-spoken, really have a moment of humanity with himself, with the trauma that he experienced as a child and really process that through a support network that's created through this story and it was just it was just beautiful i wish more men had that kind of support in reality where they can they can have those moments of reconciliation with themselves and And i I just just say well they're not they most most men don't use it but it's there that support system's there it's just we're we've been taught from a young age to not no, you you do it on your own. So it's there. It's just we, we don't use it. I think that's more of the issue. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So anyway, it amazing. Love it. They oh god. And the with the with uh that very ending with Soon's daughter. Yeah. Uh I will not share that spoiler. You need to watch it if you're a Star Trek fan. Watch it. And it was it was nice to see Rafi and Seven of Nine kiss. That was wonderful. So I was fine. I love how that was not that. even half-assed or hidden. It was just no, fully it was embraced. Just a, so I will say something now that I'm sure that a lot of Star Trek fans are going to be pissed at me about. Probably you is one of them. I do believe I love the show. I wish I think the actress who plays Rafi, I think she overacts a little bit, and it drives me somewhat crazy but that's you know a minor thing compared to everything else so i also think that's the character though 
I think she overacts. <laughs> we can agree to disagree on that. So, um, no, you're just but, wrong. Yeah, well, or, or I'm right and you're wrong. But so anyway, anyway uh, what what else has been going on in my life? Uh, work is we're finally getting busier. It's looking we're finally getting some numbers that we need to get ready for when Common Spirit takes over our hospital or over the whole region. And um, so working on that, that's been challenging. I've been uh, working on my certified dietary manager stuff, getting behind, oh my God, this weekend. Wait, all I'm going to be doing is going to be doing my, I, I'm going to be doing homework. That's all I'm going to be doing. Uh, oh, so this, yeah, for the CDM, the classic thing, I get, I've got to get a bunch of crap done. I just, I, because this last couple of weeks of work has been busy. And then when I get home, the last thing I want to do after working, you know, literally nine, nine or 10 hour day is then do that. So it's, I kept going, oh, well, I'll just do some of this at, at work. It just isn't happening. So it's just, because of course, it's just been, of course, that, that, of course, that's what happens. So of course. You know, so this weekend just is going to be all that. We, Dean and I are actually, I will say all that, but then we got invited to um, go to the community theater in Navasota. We live in Bryan, but Navasota is where I work. And um, we've tried to get the community theater here to, we, we've tried to contact through various measures to get all of the, the Bryan community theater. They've literally ignored us every turn. What? Navasota... I just happened to talk to one of the patients who was there and he and his wife were involved in he goes, well, how come be with us? And so we're going to, we're, we're going to their, they're doing their, their, uh, their uh, season reveal on Saturday. Oh so we're, gosh, we're how fun. So, and we'll see what happens right now. We were both so busy with stuff that I doubt I can do much or the Dean could do much, but it'll be, it would just be nice to get a connection with some people. So, but, um, and then I, Dean and I, and I, and Holly has last two weeks, we've been able to move the, we usually do our recordings on Wednesday, move to Thursday, mm-hmm. because that's one of the times Dean actually has a Wednesday evening off. It's worked out the last two weeks anyway. I just never see, we don't see each other because he works nights now. And so we never see each other. So thank you for that, Holly. Of course. I, um, it, I'm, I'm glad. I'm, you know, I'm more than happy to move our show around to make sure that you guys have your time too. And so, yeah. And last night we just, we watched TV. Oh, so we got caught up on This Is Us. Have you watched that show at all? No, I have watched the most of the first season, but I haven't been able to keep up with it. And okay. So I'm going to say that it's, I've, I've, I'm sort of have a love hate relationship with the show. There's aspects of it that I think, oh my God, that's so maudlin. But then there's things I love about it. I do believe that Mandy Moore needs to be nominated and win Best Actress this year. Oh. She is the youngest of the, of, the, of the adult cast members. She has done everything from play herself at 20 years old to just recently where she her last uh, episode was her dying of Alzheimer's. Oh my gosh. And it, I was bawling like a little baby. It was just, she, so she deserves to get, she, she needs to get nominated and get an Emmy. And chances are in this world of streaming platforms, it's not going to happen. And it will be such a shame because she has done such an understated performance. It's just, it's this season in particular, it's just been, oh my God. So, 
But so anyway, so I think that that sort of covers. I've watched TV. I've been doing books. I, I've been doing homework and taking care of my fucking cat, <laughs> trying to see being when I can. So, but also books. Speaking of books, about yes. our show today. Oh my god, a book. This book. So, yeah. Yeah. It's co- this this book is gay. This book is gay. That's the name of the book. Um, if you're interested, you can get the audio version on the audio book. Um, I'd recommend the audio version over trying to read it. I'm just going to say that I, right I, now. Whoa, I beg to differ so much. So I, I'll, we'll get into it in a second as to, as to why, but go ahead and, I, well, no, I'm just, I, I'll put it this way. Okay. The audio book, in my opinion, was fucking terrible. The content of the book was so much better in my opinion. Okay. And here's my why, Gary. You have what? I'm listening to you. Okay. Well, that's the first. Okay, cool. (laughs) So you have you have an author that has a voice in the in in the writing style. And the and authors can have different voices based off the type of material they're writing. There's a there's a certain feel that you get when you read read somebody's writing. And you have a mental image of what that voice is, what it sounds like when you're reading the different characters in the book. There's a voice. And when a person reads a book, in this case, um, I think it was Christian, is reading for the author, Juno Dawson. Yes. It does not work. It is equivalent to what I feel um, uh, a computerized voice attempt to read a book that's what it feels like when i when i hear this author this this reader uh do the audio version because i feel like the author juno the sarcasm is a little bit it's it's sarcasm can be delivered really well if the vocal inflections are there and i feel like christian just didn't have the vocal inflections it was like an insert sarcastic face it's like what you understand that there's a director who is not just this person reading it. There is a director who should be directing him that also just say that. So fair, fair. Um, I, I want to say that I think this book, remember this was done in 2014. So Which it's is not it's, that long ago, but things have changed. That's the nice part about things have changed since then. What I, I, you know, I think it's actually, I think it's a good book where I think it, because it's listed in the juvenile nonfiction section, okay? So I think it's a good book for, for younger kids to read. But more importantly, actually, I think it's a good book for straight people to read, quite honestly. I think it gives them a better idea what's going on in, in the gay, queer world. I, think I, I agree. Them. I think that the book had... And I actually will get it in print because there's some pieces to it that I like to refer to and just in general. Um, I I liked the fact that they queried multiple people for the book, multiple yes. um, his, like research for the book. So it wasn't just their opinion or experience and their opinion on those experiences, but they actually reflected on true events, true studies referenced those studies quite well i feel like they did a, a good summary of that um and then just shared the stories of of, of individuals 
think they had like somewhere over, it was well over a hundred personal experiences that were shared in the book. And I appreciate that. I appreciate the referencing. I appreciate uh, how they broke down the definition. And, uh, and I will say at that point, I just want to interrupt that, that particular part. That's one area I wish that they would have. And I, as I'm listening to it, I wish they would have not had the author, the, the person reading it. I would have liked to have different voices read those different things. That would have been Yeah, nice. so have you, you probably don't know the R.A. Salvador series by uh, the, Driz, the Legend Adrisit series mm-hmm. where Victor Bavine does the narrating. I'm assuming you don't know this. Never heard of it. Okay, so Victor Bavine actually as a voice actor, he reads the entire this i think it's like 35 plus books at this point he reads these books and for every character is a different distinctive voice in book from book 35 to book one that voice is the same you know exactly which character is speaking and i think in this particular case speaking to your your comment that with these personal stories these personal testimonies it would have been nice that if christian would have the capability great or somebody would have directed another individual to do those voices. I think it would have added even more substance to it that I think Juno was going for as the writer. And I don't know if this was like a low budget thing. It's just what they had accessible and they just threw it out there because they needed to get it out there because it was important, in which case I 100% support that. And I don't know where they're at on the financial scheme, if, if this book could be redone in that way. But if it did, it would be absolutely powerful if there was a, re, or a, a renewal where it, it updated the terms and it updated the stories a bit and it had that element. I would be 100% supportive of that. I, I've, I as, a, as a person in our community, in our queer community, I appreciated the diversity of that conversation. It echoes a lot of what we talk about on our show uh, about... At some point, we hope to get to a point where we don't have so many labels or just all these all these labels needed to be so so loud and in, in your in your face, what it feels like to some people. And it's because we have been so under, underrepresented for so long that we have to have these conversations because our rights are being taken away. I mean, hello, look at Roe versus Wade. It's taken away women's rights. It's not that long before we start seeing even more rights taken away from us where transgender and- individuals are under attack at an epidemic rate at this point. So, and I get all that. My real issue with this is, is the lists he does are so long. Oh my God. And so I want to I mean, put my I'm head in the, the wall. Gay icons <laughs> one, I'm like, Oh Jesus Christ. Uh, you know, I'm icon. like, can I skip just, 30 seconds, 30 seconds? It's just, Oh my God. Just keep going, going. And I don't so think was, it would be bad if it was, if the narrating was a little bit better. I think it would be that. I think there's a point where, and Hey, I'm going to say it's still, you learn so much about what you my do. mind went to is that my, that like my aunt, uh, my aunt Betty Ann, it would be the perfect book for her to read. Agreed. Because it, she would, it would give her a basic understanding of what queer life is like. Agreed. And she actually, besides me, she also, uh, there's a family member who is uh, trans, who I'm not going to say names because that's sure, not, not the big. point. But, and so it would give her, I think, a point where, to give her a good starting point. I think it's a good... So there's a lot of great things about this. I just think the lists, I think even if you were sitting there reading it, I think the lists are too mm -hmm, long. mm -hmm. This is the kind of book that like our podcast, it aims to educate 
it's a particular demographics of our population, including some members of our own micro community. Yeah. Um, and I think- I learned some more, things. Right. I think that the more knowledge we can build around our community, the better people who are in authority, who are voted into positions, or maybe they ha- are wealthy enough to, to lobby, to finance lobbying or whatever, have more understanding of what and how they could take those actions. And we'll get a little bit of this into our, in our news section at the, at the end of the show, where we have people that aren't taking action because they just don't even know where to start. They don't know what to say. They don't know what's going to set off a firestorm, what's going to be a tripwire. Oh my gosh, we don't even know where to begin. But if they have that knowledge and they, they have good, credible resources that they actively engage with, which there's plenty to do so, they're just not doing it. But the more we create in content, the more that they can't deny that existence and, and, and continue to remain ignorant in those terminologies and those conversations and in those communities, because now it's out there and it's in their face. And we're seeing that a lot with the black community speaking up and pushing, pushing those terminologies, pushing those histories, pushing the conversation. And, and, I, and I truly hope that they continue to champion that. I'm here to champion them for them. Um, and I'm hoping that we can see the same thing with our queer community. We see the same thing with women's rights. There is a discrimination epidemic that is happening, not only in our country, but worldwide on a global stage. And we have to, un- we have to educate ourselves. And once we have that education, we can, we can come out and strategically attack those initiatives, those laws, and those, and those hateful lobbyists that are putting out garbage and rhetoric that's just harmful. And this is one of the books that I feel can do that effectively. I think on a narrator issue, yeah, it could be a little bit better. And I think Sorry. it needs to be edited, honestly. Yeah, edited, edited. edited. Christian, thank you for your hard work. Juno, honestly, thank you for your hard work. You're oh, yeah. the found, you guys have laid a foundation that can and better be- better than we did. Certainly, yeah. than we did. Yeah, so a- absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I, it's, it's a, please take it as, if, if you listen to our show, please take it as a, yeah. a, a, a constructive criticism um, from one artist to another. I certainly have, have no room to speak in terms of like, my book is better than yours. It's not that at all. It's, you have some great structure here. Oh, definitely. It could be approved upon. And I think you have an opportunity now more than ever to do that. If you wanted to, I support you in doing that. Um, it, it would be good to be updated because that's the cool thing is that in 10 years time, things have changed. You can tell mm-hmm. listening to it going, okay, that's changed a little bit, which is good. It's showing yeah. that there has been some forward movement and you're right, we're getting to that point where I'm scared, holy hell, that we're going to make some backward movements now. But, it's just, um, it's amazing to me that, and we'll get to this in the news, where we can have these huge pendulum swings where a majority of the Republican Party is like, fuck women's rights, fuck transgender rights. And not yeah. too long after that, it's going to be fuck black rights, Fuck women's rights, even more so LGBTQ. Well, you know if what? you remember, Trump said, I remember him going at one point, oh, no, gay rights and all that. That's, uh, oh, yeah. I remember, I remember the, the camera panning to members in the, in, the, in the rallies holding the pride flag when yeah. he was making those comments. They panned to that. And I'm like, yeah, there is no way this asshole gives two shits about what. Anybody in that room but himself, and two that he truly cares about LGBTQ rights. Oh, and now we care. know we know through actions and through his own words that is absolutely the case. He does not care at all. 
and people still want to follow him. It's just the lemming effect on this is uh, astonishing to me that you can, the person can literally tell you, I am stealing from you. I will stab you in the back and I will steal your, your wife and your fancy car. And you still like, yes, please. So I think we, we've kind of reached our point of Fine. where I think we've caught Catholic book is gay. <laughs> so I think we're good. And anyway, I think we need to start. I will so drop again, the links in we, our podcast yeah. and, 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 and it'll be on I think we both recommend our- it. I think we just both say in our different ways that it's just a little dry for different reasons. But yeah. I think it's very worth the time, especially if you're a straight person wanting to look at ways to understand the, the, the queer community better. So exactly. But, so I think you're right. Let's jump into our news. Yes. I am. I am. I am going to stalk the United Kingdom until I get my fifty pence coin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here's my why. This is from N- NBCNews.com. It's the the out uh, news articles that they have out there. Check it out. Love it. The UK reveals a rainbow coin to mark the 50th anniversary of Pride in the UK, which is an event that took place in 1972. And they are they are dedicating this coin to the Britain LGBTQ community. It is a beautiful coin. And goddamn it, I want one of those. I am it's not for sale right now. They haven't released the actual mint, but they have done the review. They have shown what this coin is going to look like. It is. It is beautiful. So Dominique Holmes is as an artist, is a London artist, designed the coin. Uh, they're also an activist for LGBTQ rights, and they have used um, they're they're using a new technology to emboss this coin, which is also cool. So we have an activist, we have a local artist to the UK, we have marking a fifty year anniversary. And we have new technology that are producing this coin. It's just absolutely beautiful. You can go to the Twitter account at Royal Mint UK and you can check this out. It is absolutely gorgeous. Gary, our, our wonderful host here, is our Twitter, our Twitter guy. So maybe you can find that on the Royal at the Royal Mint UK and reshare it. I don't. Yeah, it, just, it, just, it, yeah, just yeah. send me I'll, I'll send, send me the you. links and I, and I will and I will post. He it says on, on he says it humbles me greatly that the world that I coin that I get to coin a brand <laughs> that that I have protest and that I have I have worked for. Um, I get to I get to produce something. I get to share something uh to this community and i i'm here for it thank you so much it's beautiful i'm hoping to get my my paws on one of these coins uh if not more i would love to have a few just for our, our potent, potential audience uh members to to be able to vie for maybe maybe raise some funds for our organization in, in exchange uh i just i'm it's beautiful i'm i'm so grateful for it so it's that that's a happy news i probably should have <laughs> probably should have started with that <laughs> because the the next two that i'm going to share are necessarily the greatest but you know whatever oh it's okay once we do my stuff it's all oh, yeah it'll so be great yeah yeah gary will fluff it up so that's yeah, all fluff so we're good right so. president biden warns against the rise of hate and violence against the lgbtq uh duh Thank you for finally getting the memo. Was it like on the bottom of your stack? Because this shit's been going on for a while while you were president, but well before that too. Anyway, he warns against issues 
um, against, he warns against issues against homophobia, transphobia, and biphobia. Um, and this is this is something that is um, an international day of observation for these phobias, just to be aware these are phobias that exist. Uh, that's May 17th. So that was a few days ago. Uh, so this, I appreciate that. I appreciate that he's using this day to have a conversation, but, and I know he's got a lot on his plate overall. I, it also feels a no little kidding. too late. What? Oh, I said, no kidding. I was just agreeing. With you, you know, it just feels a little too late. It's better than nothing, but it's like, there, obviously we know that there's a rise of, Hey, have you not seen the legislation out of Florida or any of the other numerous states? I think we're up to 26 states that have some sort of anti LGBTQ legislation because there are some shitheads out there who have been voted into some, into powerful positions. Granted, we had some wins recently. Woohoo! We need to continue. And I'm grateful for the efforts of people that are working towards helping, helping in that. But still, this, obviously, thank you. You can check this article out also on the NBCnews.com slash NBC out. This is the one of their politics and policy uh, columns that they have where they talk about it. it and, he, and I'm just summarizing right now. We, they also reference in this about uh, the, the Pulse nightclub shooting in 2016 and how it, there's a lot of things that are going on in our world and we cannot turn a blind eye to this. We have to continue to fight the fight. It's not just over because Trump's no longer president. It's not just over because June 6th is done. It, it, it happened. It can happen again. All of this can happen again if we do not open our eyes and, and make smart choices. All right, I'm going to move on to my last topic and I'm going to turn it over to our friend Gary here. <sighs> I don't know if I got the energy for this. Okay, so GOP candidates. It's very sad. This is extremely sad. This is just fucking bullshit. Filtering, I warned you all, this is explicit content. So if you didn't catch that when you hit play, sorry. GOP candidates unleash waves of ads paid advertisements on our networks in news media and those news medias and those networks are letting that shit happen shame on you me slapping you they're releasing ads targeting transgender rights they are putting out this rhetoric this hateful hateful rhetoric that millions of people are watching and it and they talk about well in florida well, we can't have these conversations, so we got to have these this this can't say gay in our in our schools because they're brainwashing our children. But you're releasing poisonous, mentally poisonous ads that are traumatizing our community and just spreading lies and hate at such a fucking rate that is damaging people, and yet that's okay. I'm excuse me. And then you get the conversation where, well, what are the Democrats doing? Oh, well, they're afraid because they're going to trip a wire. They don't want, they just don't know what they're going to do. Well, read, educate yourself. There's other things out there in the world that you could be doing to support transgender individuals or just individuals in general. It doesn't even have to be trans. Women's rights. Wake the fuck up, people, because this shit isn't going to go away because you just hold your hands and hope that it's going to get better. You have things that you can be doing. 
I pray to God in in the listeners we have here that we're kind of preaching to the choir. I'm hoping obviously, obviously, (laughs) the the thing I encourage our listeners, the people who who are listening, who take the time out of the day, thank you so much for doing that. Encourage the best you can within the communities that you have accessible to you to vote, to make informed voting, to show up at legislation at your local capitals and say, hey, I don't stand with this idea. Write letters of support for the people that are fighting. Like maybe you don't want to physically get involved because you just don't have the energy. Write letters of support to the people that are taking that time, that have the time, who have the money to go and do that and fight. Because that is where it's going to be. It's going to have to happen from a grassroots perspective. It cannot happen on the global level. It just can't right now until we have enough of that change in our in our judicial system, in our Senate, in the House, all, all across. And then on, on top of the global impact. So I know that there are, are the system of government is different in different countries, but there has to be some way for your voice to be heard, whether it's written or whether it's vocal, whether you're physically out there protesting, whatever you can do that is safe and yet still effective. And, and it really needs to be something you're comfortable with. Some people are really good writers and want to do that. Some people are better at talking like myself. Some people do it through graphic comics. You, there are different medias out there that we can do this, do this in. And I encourage you and I empower you to do that. And I, and I hope that you take that message to heart. And, and get out there and kick ass and take names in the way that feels the that feels right for you. So that's where I'm at. Fuck the GOP right now. And that's speaking as an ex-Republican. Not not for quite a while, but ex. Moving on, I yield my time to Gary. So, uh, again, <laughs> I'm talking more pop culture stuff. So of it's course. time for the fluffy, just, you know, sit back and enjoy fluffy. stuff. Okay, so, mm-hmm. so the first thing I want to talk about is that finally, finally, mm-hmm. Young and the Restless is having its first same-sex marriage. <laughs> um, I say this, and I think it's Sorry. wonderful they're doing it. It's fan favorites. I, uh, their names are Tessa and Mariah. I want to say I'm reading this. This period part of what I'm reading is off of TV Insider. I don't watch soaps, but I want to acknowledge that they're finally doing this. So um, it's... It's happening now. They're making it more of a, a, I guess it's going to be more quirky than the normal weddings because they're both kind of hippie chicks from everything I'm reading on. Uh, what I'm going to say, what bothers me, well, first, first of all, I shall say, sorry, they've had, this is a four year long buildup to them getting married. They're fan favorites from what I've been reading. I hope that's true. I'm literally reading this thinking, I don't know, but I think it is sweet that they're doing this. I will say that Several shows, Young and the Restless have beat mm-hmm. you to the punch. All my children had the first lesbian wedding in 2009. Oh, shut up. All right. Days of Our Lives had the first male gay wedding in, tw- in 2014. So you, Y&R is a little behind the times, quite honestly. I'm glad they're finally opening up the door to accept oh, this as Y and R. Got it. Yeah. Like, I thought you said wine R. I'm like, what's wine R? I want to sign up for that. Got it. Got it. <laughs> so yeah. So 
And that's just so, I mean, that's, it's great that that's going on. I wish that maybe this would have happened sooner, but hey, good job, CBS. Good job, Young and the Restless, for doing this. Again, I don't watch soaps. When I was younger, I used to watch soaps. My mom, who's probably somewhat close to your age, I'm not sure. She used to, she used to watch soap operas. She did the one where there was, I can't remember the name of the show. There, maybe it was Days of Our Life. And then Oprah had a thing right afterwards. Um, I don't know. Oprah was syndicated, honey, so it'd be different every single... I mean, it would, it would... I don't remember. I just remember there was a conversation and Oprah had people on the phone. You could call in and talk about a show or something like that. That One of the soap opera shows. Yeah. And I remember Oprah saying hi to me because my mom had called about the show that she was, that they were having, they were talking about. And she's like, yes, my daughter is currently watching you right now on TV. And she's so excited or whatever. And Oprah said, hi to me. And I, and I, that's the only connection to soaps. I was a young human. I didn't give two shits about soap operas. Unless of course it was loosely lawless and Xena warrior princess, but that wasn't a soap, but whatever. And that's what I cared about. But yeah, I just, that's my only connection to soap. So, well, I'm curious to find out what she, what what soap she watched. I feel like I, it was watched, Days of Our Lives. I don't yeah. know if that's true, but it just. See, I watched two that have been canceled. I watched As the World Turns and The Guiding Light. Both have been okay. canceled for years. I didn't even know. And I stopped watching be, and I stopped watching those way before they were canceled anyway. But, okay. Um, so next, I want to uh, go on and talk about the Great North which is an animated show okay. on Fox. It's a sweet show. It's in the same vein as um, Schitt's Creek. It's just, they really? have, it is. It's just a sweet, sweet show. Someone um, told me about this. I feel like this is something I was supposed to watch already. Well, I've told you to watch it so we could discuss it on a thing and you never did. So that's why I'm going to talk Could that possibly have been around the time when my life was kind of going a little cray with the drug oh, change? Honey, and I was when is it sick? not happening with that's you? Fair. So what, what that's ass, fair. What ass, yeah, that's so. fair. The, the running joke is if we don't have 18, 18 important things going on at the same time, we're bored. Yeah. Uh, so we have the, the character on the show who is gay his name is ham tobin uh there is beef tobin judy tobin mm-hmm. wolf tobin ham tobin honeybee who is engaged to wolf tobin oh no engaged to yes en- yeah engaged to wolf tobin and um it's what this is it's said in alaska and it's this family who love each other and they're weird and they embrace their weirdness they are weird um and then we have we have Ham, who it's almost like a running joke. He has come out to his family several times, and his family goes, "Yeah, we know you already came out. Why are you doing this again?" And we actually just had an episode that was really cool because he and his boyfriend were talking, and the boyfriend said to Ham, "Is maybe the reason you keep coming out to your family over again because you didn't get the drama you wanted." That so I have, I have experienced that as a as an outsider to uh, some other people who have felt like, well, it didn't truly come out because I didn't have the drama. And, and so, supposed, yeah. 
this this fa- family stages and so he can come out with drama and it ends up being a whole hell of a lot of drama he wasn't expecting with what was going on which i won't spoil because you guys should really watch this whole series and again it's sweet it is just one of the sweetest shows they have a wolf who is a straight male there's an episode where he has a guy crush on this guy and he can't talk in front of him he, he screws up words because how good looking he is and they just go with it. There's no, I love that, you know, there's no, what's, there, there's no definitions. I, I, yeah. I'm loving so, this show. Yeah, it's so sweet. I guess I, I, when I was looking at the critics reviews, they said it's a good companion piece to Bob's Burgers. Honestly, I've tried to watch Bob's Burgers uh, and I never got into it. I was going to say, uh, okay. Well, and I, I, one of my big reasons I don't like it is I don't like the fact that the female characters are played by guys. That really bothers me. So that I just never got to it. So this, if you, I would really, and I'm not a big animation fan. I don't like to watch animation. I like this show. And I like the fact that it has a very loving family that happens to have a queer character amongst it. So nice. really watch that show. Um, the last thing I want to talk about is the beautiful show Grace and Frankie is coming to an end after seven seasons, oh. 94 episodes, wow. which on, on Netflix is amazing. It is. Nothing ever lasts like 36. And this is a show months. like Shit's Creek I would watch over and over oh, yeah. and over. Just brilliant, smart so writing. I, I know because you haven't got to the end of it yet. I haven't gotten to the end of it yet. So I'm not going to spoil the ending. Thank you. We'll do a special on Gracie and Frankie. It just it, will not be right now. It is. The ending is beautiful and fitting. There are some things that happen. I'm ready to cry just thinking about it. Just. There are some things that happen with Saul and Robert, which <gasps> I'm there. No deaths. No I'm deaths. Slap uh, no you? Deaths. No. I'm just letting you know. You'd no you too much, sir. No, that's not I, I'm not getting it. Uh, but there are some things that happen. There's are are kind of bittersweet. Um, there is talk of sending off the two sisters in a spinoff show. So oh, I could see so that. So Mallory and Brianna having their own spinoff show, which I would watch it in a heartbeat. It's uh watch this show if you haven't watched it it first of all lily tomlin is one of the producers queer right? trail breaker you know trailblazer oh, she, yeah she blazed the trail way before anybody else oh she yeah blazed she it lit that shit on fire and blazed her way through it absolutely yeah and so and her acting on this is they're all good actors oh my god wow she wow. just the, She's so funny, but then she can be so heartbreaking in the next second. Um, yeah. This this show, and like I said, it ended beautifully. And I already, as, as it ended, I'm going, yeah, I'll be watching this again soon. Yeah. I already know I'm just going to watch the whole thing. You know? Yeah, it, same it, well, thing with Shit's Creek. Well, see, and Dean never got into Shit's Creek, the little fucker. And I've watched Shit's Creek all the way through three times now, four times, because I just. I, I think can't. I'm in it's my. Just... I think we're in our third. We're yes. probably going to start. <laughs> we'll probably start our fourth one here this summer and but every time so... i still fucking cry by the end of right right oh i cry harder oh. to know what's happening there's so, so many <laughs> yes yeah, so many things with that show it but i also can see like there's so many other good shows right now that are dropping that 
I want to catch up. Like Jojo Suez on the Dancing with the Stars as a judge, and they got some things changing there, and I'm interested. And, oh, I'm excited. I actually, as yeah. long as they get rid of Tyra Banks, I will watch you it know, on the streaming. I hate to say this, but I was a Tyra Banks fan until until like the last like ten, like maybe ten years. I just I feel yeah. like. I feel I like they got happened. pulled into some garbage and they just started recycling that garbage. I don't know what. I'm hoping that they can figure out and redeem. But the last... See, I was just... I've never been a fan of Tyra Banks, personally. I, I early, did respect everything Tyra, she did. Early Tyra, I'm like, high five, girl. I'm here for you. But I, she got into this TV cycle thing. It just... I don't know if it consumed her. I, we saw that happen with Ellen. Ellen was, you know, Ellen, but then she got so in, like people were filtering for her and, and creating these expectations and she let it happen and she amplified it and made it worse and redeemed herself. Maybe, I don't know. It's just TV. It just, the media in general can ruin you if you do not have a good sense of self. So I think, it, and I agree, so I can't wait for this new, I will watch the new season on Disney Plus. And if yep. I don't like it, I'll, I want, and again, as long as Tyra Banks is not, I will watch it. I, yeah. So I didn't like, I thought they treated uh, Tom Berger and Tom mm-hmm. Bergeron and, and Aaron Andrews shitty. So I don't yeah. like what they did to them, but so I'll watch it. Um, yeah. We'll see. Before I, we go, I'm willing to give it a try. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's it. You know, if it's not any good, I won't watch it, but. I will say that um, before we move into our closing, because I think it's been a really good show, I do want to make sure people, if um, we really need to get more interaction from our listeners. Yes. Um, and so I want to make sure right now I'm going to give out my, my Twitter account, because it seems to be the one where most people go to, because we really want ideas from our listeners on what okay. they would like us to cover. My Twitter account is Gary M. Thorne Jr., at Gary underscore Thorne, you know, friend me there, uh, and I will, and I would love to hear your ideas. Um, I do have one person whose name uh, allegedly Romulan has given several ideas that we haven't done yet. Uh, that person's the one who gave the idea of doing the Grey's Anatomy thing. So yes, which uh, we will eventually do. Yeah. I have not watched the Grey's Anatomy for quite a while, but I Neither appreciate I, that so. our. Yeah, and I appreciate that our listeners engage with us, and the more they do, the more content we can create that's more catered to them. Mm-hmm. I appreciate, Gary, that you, you brought that up, and, and I know we didn't discuss this beforehand, but we are at a point in our show, we're second, this is our second season, typically, pod, right? typically podcasts take three to five years before they hit a, a more main stage presentation where we actually can almost quit our, our daytime job and actually do this full time and travel and, and engage with people. And we still have a few more years yet of that. And we recognize that this and is I'm our, getting old. So we need <laughs> to do this. <laughs> this, I, is our, this is our early stages of our, of our creation where we get to test things out. We get to test formats out topics. We get to build our relationships with you and vice versa. And this is a great time for us to do that which means this is a great time for you to get in on the ground level with us, creating content, creating conversations and building a stronger community because eventually we will get to that point where we are on a national level and we will be traveling. And we won't talk to you anymore. And we'll we will have popular. book tours. No, not necessarily, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but it, it 
what would a- actually happen is we will have members of our team that will be engaging with you and not so much us on an individual basis because we will be taking on other responsibilities. And that doesn't mean we don't love you because we certainly do. But the reality is there's only so much time in a day. And yes, you will have members of our team that will be loving on you. Uh, but so this is the ground level where we can learn how to be better and really shape what it is we're creating. And we can't, uh, we can't unpost the shit we put in, in on the web and on social media. That stuff is forever, baby. Yeah. So we, we really want to cater what we are and who we are to our community. So if you have an opinion on that, a topic on that a conversation, you want to be on our show connect with us you have a way to connect with gary now on the twitter the twitter on the twitter <laughs> on the twitter and you can connect with it's me on, on the worldwide on the web. insta <laughs> at <laughs> one um you can connect with us on cornandrum on the instagram there and, and occasionally and, we check facebook but we that one are that yeah site facebook is yeah. facebook is it's, in a flux dead. it's there but it's in a flux yeah. i check it but it's all integrated now through yeah. through the 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 partnerships and yeah. shit that's there but you know we're there twitter and instagram are the best way to connect with us follow but most importantly our our email it's email it's, it's email. starting to collect dust and yeah. cobwebs, which I'm a fan of around the holiday season that requires that, like, I don't know, Halloween, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Send us, just say that you, you send us something just to say, oh yeah, yeah I was, you, you know, what? Like, help us erase those cobwebs, at least yeah, in please. our email. Our, obviously yeah. our social media is fine, but we love to hear from you either way. That being said, that is our show. Stay tuned at the end of our show. We do talk about our social media content and where you can connect with us. I really appreciate you guys taking the time of your day to listen and engage with us in that way. I love you guys truly from the bottom of my heart. I do. Thank you so much. Peace and be well. And be queer, you motherfuckers. I just don't think that's ever going to get old, Gary. (laughs) (laughs) For some reason, I think you're going to do something different and surprise me, but no, you're consistent. I love it, man. Well, I'm getting people now on Twitter who actually say, you know, they 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 get all me saying using the term motherfucker. So I'm kind of I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm I'm hoping for a few more peace and be wells because that's just in my heart, baby. All right. <laughs> love you. Love you. Mwah!